Mind Fudgers, and welcome to episode 65 of the Mind Fudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is Andy. <laughs> and we're also joined by George! George Chipsis. Hello, guys. It uh, has been quite a while since we've been able to get together and record. I feel like it's been a year, six months at least. I think feel like it's been almost a year. Well, we did meet and record an episode in September, but it ended up having some technical issues and not being able to be released. Thumbs so. up for technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, but it's been real hard to actually find time for everybody to get together and record. I mean, yeah, Andy, 2019 yeah. was such a busy year for all of us. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, all of us, not just Andy. Yeah. But uh, interesting fact, today is actually our three-year anniversary. Yeah! Oh, my God. We've been doing this for three years? Three years ago today, we sat down and recorded together for the first time. Oh, I've wow. had a Twitter for three years. That's amazing. Have you done anything with your Twitter? He tweets uh, every once in a while. I look at porn on there. <laughs> hey oh. <laughs> Seriously. Using porn all the right ways. Uh, you just told me I was using porn all the right ways. I think you mean social media. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, I know. There isn't a wrong way for either one of them, I think. Fair enough. Mm, I could have started a war with Iran. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this, this week's Political theme, now. This week's theme is 2019 because it's the year that just ended and uh, we have a lot to talk about. The so year in review. This is our year in review episode. Wow. We didn't do that two years ago. Well, actually, we did for 2017, but we didn't for 2018. <laughs> <So> <laughs> this is our uh, biannual tradition. <laughs> It's Hit us back old. up in 2020. <laughs> in 2021. Yeah, 2021, we'll come back and do another one. <laughs> even years we ignore. Yeah. That's what it is. We just don't like those evens. Really, we should talk about two years. I don't know if we're prepared for two years. I can't years. remember 2018. Yeah. I don't remember what happened in 2018 either. I barely remember what happened in 2019. <laughs> that makes one of us. Yeah. Let's get into it. Uh, let's move on to Mind Melters. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question one, Andy, what is your best moment of 2019? Uh, I didn't have a baby this year. Mm, something with the baby. She hugged me. It's pretty fucking awesome. I can imagine. Yeah. It, of course, you were also just telling us before we came up here that she calls both you and the dog Dada. Daddy. I mean, they Daddy. do look so alike. <laughs> yeah. She pets me sometimes. It makes sense. Yeah. The beard is what gives it away. No, no, no. It's the arm hair to her. <laughs> Yeah. She's are you are you my father or the puppy? Puppy. Puppy. <laughs> what about you, George? What's your best moment of twenty nineteen? Uh I got married. That's probably the best moment of twenty nineteen. Had I said anything else, I'd probably get yelled at. But for sure it's getting married. I believe it. It was a great wedding. It was I a fun was time. Very happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about it since that happened. No, we haven't had an opportunity to back in October. Yeah, right. I have some fond memories of that day. You were not there. <laughs> On purpose. How's married life treating you? Good. I mean, sure, it's different, but it's, I don't know. I don't feel a difference. Yeah. Particularly just yet. Things are more calmer. I'm not planning a wedding. I'm yeah. getting over the hump of actually like planning the whole thing out and executing it. Yeah. Now it's like r trying to get my money back or make or recoup money. Yeah. Because uh, weddings are not cheap. No, they're no, not. No, they are not. Neither are divorces, which is my best moment of 2019. <laughs> My divorce is officially final. It's been a three-year process, just like this podcast. <laughs> and I am so glad that it is finally over. There you go. We all are. Yeah. Happy for both of you. Yay. Every one's getting out. One's getting in. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. Andy, what was your worst moment of 2019? Uh, I almost shit myself at work back in March. That was pretty bad. 
Oh, no, but the baby's been sick like 16 times. So probably one of those 16 times. Okay. Ear infections. Worst yeah. moment of 2019. Yeah, what about you, George? That's tough. I don't know. I didn't even prepare for this. Someone <laughs> shit in your pants a couple weeks ago. You're welcome. I don't remember that. <laughs> uh, God. It's only going to be recent, and it's not even that bad. Uh, but Star Wars was terrible. That was my worst <laughs> moment. Of, that's my worst moment of 2019 that I could think of at the moment. Maybe because it's what's fresh on my mind. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Yeah. Well, that's that's a 7 too high, my friend. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't give it a 7 out of 10. hey Well, we'll, we'll talk about movies and stuff in a little bit. Will we? Sure. we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> uh, my worst moment of 2019 was probably the flood that happened. Oh, yeah. That did that did flood around your area. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, uh, my house didn't get flooded, luckily. But uh, my car, I had to park two miles away and then wade through waist-high flood water to rush home to work all night <laughs> and then get up the next morning and deal with it all over again. It was a pretty rotten two days. So I'm going to go with the flood as my... Uh, Worst moment for sure. That was May, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I was at work that night. That shit sucked. Question number three, Andy. Uh, what is the most overrated thing of 2019? George. George is the most overrated uh, thing? I actually meant George. We can answer this simultaneously. Star Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> Jinx! Star Wars. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because there have been other Star Wars things that came out this year. Besides the Mandalorian? Yeah. Besides the Mandalorian? What else? I'm, I'm in the Mandalorian. Oh, okay. And the game. Oh, yeah. Well, that was also underwhelming, too. What else? The Fallen Order video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was also underwhelming, too. Okay. <laughs> so that's both of your answers. Oh. Yeah! Yeah, sure. Okay. I can't think of anything else at the moment. I think um, that was a pretty good answer. If I do say so myself, I think it's the best answer that's been given all night. hey He just keeps saying hey hey My most overrated thing? Um, Is it hey it's about to be. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping it would catch up. <laughs> Probably the Irishman. <laughs> I haven't finished it yet because I got bored halfway through. Everybody's raving about it and saying that it should be, you know, a contender for best movie of the year and whatnot. Um, I can't get past that first hour and a half. It has some good moments in it, but like it's not nearly as good as people are saying it is. I just think there wasn't a lot of like oscar type pictures made this year so that's why they're leaning so heavily on it i forgot it was a movie and thought you were just being racist <laughs> <laughs> the <Yeah>. irish <laughs> do you not have netflix he has netflix yeah you do yeah, yeah. good for you yeah. he just hasn't watched it catching up Hulu on technology and disney plus too what disney plus for the yeah. win all right well that does it for mind melters let's move on it is time for casseroles how many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow yo I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. And in honor of this being our 2019 year-end episode, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about our casserole of the year. Holy crap. That's a big title to carry. It is, but we haven't really recorded in four or five months. So, <laughs> <laughs> surely, so this one person's pissed you off this much to call there has to be your, somebody. your casserole of the year. <laughs> what about you, Andy? Who's your casserole of the year? Who or what? It doesn't have to be a person. Uh, my work-life balance. It has been heavily skewed towards the work section. Well, yeah. I mean, you only have like two days off a a month, pretty much. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. I've only got two days off this month. Well, I did just come off a seven-day vacation, but they cut my vacation short. I was supposed to come back Saturday. No, Friday. 
two days from now. <laughs> now I'm working. I work today and I work tomorrow. And the next day and the next day and the next day and the next night and the next night and the next night. Until the end of time. Un- until mm. January 25th. <laughs> until he keels <laughs> over, apparently. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Are you going to do anything about that? Or are you just going to keep working super hard all the time? I'll probably start a fire at some point. That's usually the best course, I think. That, yeah. It solves everything. Yeah. I sleep a lot at work, so it's really not as bad as it sounds. It's just... Isn't your job like safety or whatever? Or like safety watch? Look, safety is everyone's job, which is why I don't leave the control room. They put him on safety patrol in the third grade. He never stopped. <laughs> Safety's everybody's job. Like, is it hard to conduct safety when you're asleep? It depends. Do you think that I'm sleeping in an unsafe position? Sure. Homer Simpson does. Yeah, why not? I mean, if if at the end of the day, my biggest concern, not my biggest concern, my biggest responsibility is making sure I don't do something stupid. Mm-hmm. I can't do that if I'm sleeping. Very true. All right. Well, that makes sense with as much as you work. Yeah. Uh, what about you, George? Who is your casserole of the year? Casserole of the year. Wow. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have anyone particular or anything that's like, oh, man, this one thing pissed me off the most. Uh, I mean, besides being broke, but, you know, it's my fault, really. We were going to blame you. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, and, you know, and posters. This poster's fault. Um. Are you part of that Facebook group? This is why I'm broke. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, it would make sense if I was. Um, coworkers probably, but I feel like I've harped on my coworkers enough. But it is top of the year. Yeah, yeah. So one particular coworker, but I don't want to say their name. But you don't have to. You Antonio. Can... <laughs> yeah, it's well, Antonio. What have they been doing? They uh, just kind of like talk down to you and pretend like they know better than everyone else and they treat you like a child even though you're not a child. Yeah, that shit's annoying. That is frustrating. And it gets old really quick. Mm-hmm. I get it. He's older and, you know, he demands respect or whatever, but, you know. If you I, have to demand respect. <laughs> you will respect me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean, that stuff gets a little old. Yeah, I can imagine. So not that I'm like upset about it anymore, but. It, it was annoying at the time. Okay. And it's happened more than enough times. That's fair. I mean, if it's been an issue throughout the year, sure, it makes sense to make that person yeah, your casserole. Yeah, that is my casserole of the year. I'll try not to harp on it anymore in the future. All right. Well, I'm gonna, I have a very specific person in mind, as if you had any doubt that I didn't. It was um, your ex-wife, is what I'm going to guess. No, oh, it's not. shit. Antonio! <laughs> is it me? It's not you. Oh. Although it, it could it, be, because you didn't show up for a lot of recordings. <laughs> <laughs> It's me. It's what it is. What it comes down to. We know. My most anticipated movie of the year was Terminator Dark Fate. You know, I was dying to see that movie. Yeah. You know, I is Arnold Schwarzenegger your casserole? No, I love Terminator. It's my favorite franchise of all time. Yeah. When? And it was excellent. Came out like three, four months ago. Three or four months ago. Mm -hmm. That's like October. Back in 2019. The eighth month. (laughs) So anyhow. I'm super excited about this movie. Yeah. We got our tickets to go to the first show available the night of release in IMAX in 3D. So we go and we got great seats. We're right in the front of the theater. You know, not front, but right front middle where you can see everything. And uh, we're sitting there. This guy and this girl come in and sit down next to me. And they're talking and laughing, whatever. Trailers come on. They're making fun of the trailers and talking. Movie starts. Starting to get a little nervous thinking they're going to talk throughout the whole movie. Yeah. So the guy is giving commentary for the movie as it's going on. Like a play-by-play. Like a play-by-play. Nice. He's having conversations with the characters on screen. <laughs> and I'm like, 
them just over and over again. <laughs> People all around him are going, shh, shh. He does not. He's oblivious to all. Was of the guy Arnold Schwarzenegger? Because that would make sense if it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. He wouldn't be a casserole, though. I'd be like super happy <laughs> if it was. I don't care if he ruins the movie. No, it's this guy just keeps making noise. And finally, after like 15 minutes into the film, I had enough. And I was like, can you please shut up? In the middle of the movie? In the middle of the movie. I just yelled at him. Can you please shut up? Yeah. And he's like, oh. He goes, hey, we got one of those over here to the girl he was sitting. He said that to the girl who was sitting beside him, but pointed uh. at me. And I'm like, one of those? What the fuck? <laughs> one of those people who like going to the movies. And I was like, you're one of those. You're fucking sitting there talking during a movie. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm not one of those. You're one of those. <laughs> and the girl leans around him and she goes, did you just tell my brother to shut up? And I go, yes, you guys are talking. You need to be quiet. And she goes, you can't talk to him that way. And I said, well, I can get up and go get the management and have you ejected from the theater for talking. I've done it plenty of other times. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. We'll just shut up. We'll be quiet. And I'm like, fine. So they lean back. Rest of the movie finishes. They don't say another, they don't say another fucking word the entire movie. Uh-huh. And then movie ends. We're sitting there and we're talking to Carrie and Kim who are sitting next to us. Yeah. They get up and they start walking down the stairs. The guy waits until he's at the bottom of the stairs and then he turns around and he screams at me at the top of his lungs. Next time, don't tell people to shut up. That's so rude. And I'm like, next time, don't talk during the fucking movie. That's way ruder. The guy probably has like a mental problem. I don't give a shit. You don't bring him <laughs> to the opening night release of the movie. He really likes Terminator 2. <laughs> I have never been so mad at a random fucking person in a movie. I wanted to pick that guy up and throw him off the balcony. <laughs> and Poor yeah, man. He called me one of those. You're one of those now. I'm one of those. You've been branded. Jesus. Maybe you should choose a different movie theater. You have way too many of these stories. I have a few. That's yeah. very true. But that one took the cake by far. <laughs> well, the fact that he argued with you at the end of the movie, which I find hilarious. He was trying to get a little gusto one-two punch I, before I he mean, leaves. I mean, he was like this scrawny little dude. His, I mean, his sister, I'm guessing it was his sister, when she saw who I was and what I looked like, she He's was like, like shut, shut up, shut don't, up. Say, don't say anything. He will kill you. <laughs> and I wanted to. I haven't been that mad at anybody in a long time. So did you talk to management and try to get a refund? No. Oh. I was so angry. Oh, plus you're on A-list, so when it doesn't matter. He, when he left, all the people that were still sitting around were just like clapping, and they were just like, yeah, tell that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I wish he would have just shut up for the first half of the movie. I don't know why he kept talking. So did you miss the first? Have you seen it twice since I then? haven't seen it twice. Oh. I only saw it once. I'm waiting yeah. for it to come out. So you missed movie. the first half of the movie for the most part. I missed way too much of it because yeah. of his nonsense. Lame. That Super sucks. distracting, yeah. I thought it was going to be traffic. I mean, it's a pretty high contender as well. It's a, it's a number two. It's a number two. <laughs> Definitely. A firm number two? Sure. Yeah. With nuts. <laughs> and corn. All right. Well, that's it for casseroles then. I guess let's move on to consumption. Consumption. And this time we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff because we're going to be talking our best of 2019 oh shit where do you guys want to start you want to talk about movies or tv series or books or music or games or where do you want to begin Andy gets to choose yeah i think that's fair because he's gonna have less than both of us (laughs) (laughs) uh books okay cool what were your favorite books of the year uh i think it's a toss-up between luminous dead and bloody rose what are those about uh bloody rose is the bloody rose come out in 2019 Shut up if it didn't. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I remember reading it like last year. I can Google it and then it might just be one answer. Are you Googling? Yeah. All right. 
2018. Well, George sucks anyways. <laughs> uh, Luminous Dead was about a woman, I guess, scouting out a mine. And it's kind of survival horror. And she's isolated in her little mining suit and has someone who's supposed to guide her through, but it's kind of shady. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. It was very good, and I want to say it's the author's first or one of her early books, and I really enjoyed it. Okay. That's... I will give no more information because it all be spoilers. <laughs> Is that the only book you read this year? No, I've read like 150 or something. Okay, well... Do you have like multiple you can put on this list or is it just one book you want to acknowledge? <laughs> this is the only one from 2019. Okay. So everything else is from before. What did you read? Yeah. The, what Name like your top three that you read this year. They don't have to be from 2019. Mm, Luminous Dead, Fellowship of the Ring. Again? Yeah. Yeah, nice. You don't read that? No. Well, it's illiterate. I read it once and I was like, fuck, I can't read this. It's uh, too dense. He does have a lot of flowery language. It's... Tolkien's rough to read sometimes. Took me, I stopped at the like halfway point in Two Towers. I was like, I can't read this anymore. I read The Stranger, Albert Camus. I have not heard of that. It is a book from 1942 about a guy who feels nothing when his mother dies, but also gets accused of murder. It's a very bizarre book. Hmm. Uh, Camus is a philosopher, and he was kind of absurdist, but the book has like, been picked up by existentialist school and uh yeah it's a bizarre book all right what about you george you read any books uh i've only really read two books and i haven't finished in my life it's true uh and one i've read a few times c spot and uh the other one i haven't finished yet c spot run uh so the one that i'm currently reading it's called uh, a long time ago in the cutting room it's the editor or one of the editors who edited star wars and he has pretty interesting insight about the making of Star Wars and what it was like to make that first cut and how terrible it was. Mm-hmm. And then George Lucas' wife kind of came in and kind of made the charge to fix it and make it what Star Wars that we know it, somewhat what we know it today. Right, before the revisions. Yeah, before the revisions. <laughs> and then uh, the other book, I reread uh, Watchmen uh, because of the TV show that came out. I That's wanted, cool. I wanted to reread see the connections again i guess that makes sense yeah um i read Watchmen a couple years ago so i'm pretty still fresh on it um books for me i, I really only read two I, I read a few comics here and there but books i read the little blue kite which is mark danielewski's new children's book it's it's interesting you would love it you know it, it does a lot of the same weird things the house of leaves does but it's in children's format so it's, so terrifying but also wholesome yes it's very well crafted um, and then I started reading Dr. Sleep because I watched the movie and I loved it so much. And I know there's supposed to be a lot of differences between the movie and the books. So. Yeah. For what I understand is he trying to like find the picture, perfect mixture between the movie adaptation of the shining and then the book adaptation to kind of make retrofit into the movie. I mean, I think they succeeded. We'll, we'll talk. About I haven't that seen it yet. So. You didn't see Dr. Sleep. Oh my God. Yeah. It was one of the few I missed in theaters. Man. Shockingly. I haven't seen it either. I figured you hadn't, but you you should. If you like The Shining at all, you should definitely see it. It's awesome. Uh, so speaking of movies, I guess let's move on to movies then. All right. Uh, Andy, what are your best movies of the year? <laughs> well, movies that came out this year, the only ones that I've really seen are like Star Wars and Endgame. Endgame was better. <laughs> <laughs> Endgame was better. You're absolutely right. I yes. liked Endgame quite a bit. Yeah, it was good. It's like 
if I had to make a top ten, it would be in my top ten. Okay. Well, you do have to. Did make you make a top ten? I did. It's just not here. Is this number seven? Okay. Uh, it's probably like around eight or well, nine. Try, try to do your top ten. Try to see if you can remember what they were. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I know my number one. My my top one was uh, Knives Out. That was my top movie of the year. It's good. It was really good. I, I had. It was probably the most fun I had in the theaters this year. See, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I feel like it was interesting the way they did things because they reveal what's going on halfway through the movie. Right. And then... It was an inversion of the whodunit, yeah, even though it was still a whodunit. It was interesting. And of course, the cast was amazing. There's like a lot of great actors in there. It just sort of didn't stick the landing for me. It didn't make my top 10, but I liked it. Really? Yeah. What would be in your... I've got my top 10. Oh, you got your top 10 ready I've to go. I've got my top 10 ready to go. Let's talk about yours first. Jesus Christ. I'm I, sure there's going to be some differences. I'm sure there will be. I, w- I would have to look at the list of movies that came out because I don't remember off the top of my head what came out this year. John Wick 3 It's pretty good. That's in there. Haven't seen it. Uh, it's John Wick killing people. I haven't seen any of them. For an hour and a half. The one, two, three. Nah. It was good. It didn't make my top 10, but it was good. I'm just going to call out the movies I haven't seen. So everything. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, the art of self defense that was really good. I haven't seen. I've it. heard that's great. I yeah. haven't watched it yet though. It's like a a very mean and like realistic, violent version of if the Karate Kid was in real life. Okay. With a it's dog. On, it's on Hulu now, I believe. Is it really? Yeah, or Amazon was, Prime. It's on one of the two. It was a fun know, movie to watch. We both wanted to watch it. I had free tickets when it came out from Alamo and got a chance to see it early. It's definitely one I will see. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that was really good. I haven't seen it. That's my number six. It's somewhere in my ten, top ten. I, yeah. I don't know how to tell you. Probably DiCaprio's best performance ever. Uh, yeah, most definitely, yeah. ever. It's fantastic. What else came out this year that I really liked? Did you see Uncut Gems? I have not seen that yet. I wanted to see it. Haven't seen it. I, d- I didn't put it in my top ten. Um, it's, I heard it's good. It's it's one of Adam Sandler's best performances the movie itself, though, is just a like two and a half hour exercise in anxiety and frustration. The oh, whole time you're watching okay. it, you're just like not on the edge of your seat, but just on edge. <laughs> like awesome, it's frustrating to like watch that movie. Um, it's interesting because it makes you feel so deeply everything, and it really makes you feel like you're the character, which a lot of movies fail at doing. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that it's an enjoyable experience. I can't say that I would put it in my top ten. Have you seen the movie Good Time with Robert Pattinson? No, the director's. Same directors from Uncut Gems made that movie, and I really liked Good Time, and I heard it's pretty much the same kind of feeling, just more amped up and bigger budget. Okay. Uh, Jojo Rabbit is definitely up there in my top ten. I know you didn't like that because we talked about it earlier. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like it. I, I, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was an okay movie. Mm-hmm. I just I felt like it was predictable. and Predictable in what way? I like I knew his mom was gonna die the minute we saw the people hanging in the square and she said, you know, what she said. Really? Yeah, I thought that was super obvious. I didn't think so. I didn't so think many, they... so many things about it were just telegraphed. Or maybe his movies are so formulaic that like I can just predict what's gonna happen. I disagree. I don't think his movies are formulaic at all. But Is it M. Night Shyamalan? No, it's not. It's uh Taika Waititi. Yeah. Taika Waititi. Everybody loves that guy, and I just don't know why. Like I I, well, don't, I don't really like what we do in the shadows. I couldn't get into it at all. What we do in the shadows is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Hunt for the Wilder People was good, but not great. Probably my still my favorite movie of his. Jojo Rabbit is good, but not great. And I probably hated, my third favorite. I hated Thor Ragnarok. Like it's my least eh, favorite. Marvel Thor movie. Ragnarok, I can take or leave it. It's really? more of a Marvel it's movie bad. than a Taika Waititi movie. Oh, there, there are worse movies, but uh, oh, Dark okay. World. Dark World was better than Ragnarok for sure. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. <laughs> that was like dragging my balls through glass. It's a different kind of Thor movie, but it's it's better than Ragnarok, in my opinion. 
Oh, I figured out that I watched a third movie this year. What's, What's that? that? The King. The King. Oh, on Netflix? Mm-hmm. I haven't had seen that yet. I enjoyed it, even though it is just rife with historical inaccuracies. Yeah, as much most movies. Were you screaming at the TV? Like, wrong. you're wrong! You're so yeah, wrong! It was my phone, though. There wasn't a lot of good movies this year. Holy fuck. That's, that's tough. There's not a lot of, like, a lot of movies that I've seen that I would consider great movies. I didn't get a chance to see Doctor Sleep that I wanted to see. It's my number two. I haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. I wanted to see that. So The Lighthouse is an interesting movie, but I can't say it's a good movie. Mm. It's like, I really think you have to be in the right mindset to watch it to thoroughly enjoy it. I was tired when I went in to see it, (laughs) and it's a hard movie to watch if you're tired. Yeah, I can imagine that. So like Memento? No, because there's less of a story. Oh! Way less of a story. (laughs) It's usually, it's like a uh, actor's, actor's movie. Like, they just acting circles around each other throughout the whole movie it's it's a very artsy film um it's basically willem dafoe farting a whole bunch and <laughs> there's only one scene for what i read there's a lot really yeah he farts like several times in the movie that's and then awesome robert pattinson like slowly losing his mind thinking he sees mermaids and shit he was in the king too oh he was robert pattinson was in the king yeah oh cool it's an interesting movie. Oh, Toy Story 4 came out this year. I hated Toy Story 4. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I had thought wrong. I had zero interest, and then I went and saw it, and I was like, wow, that was way better, more heartfelt than I thought it would be. I loathe that movie. It's like my least favorite movie of the you year. You also don't not a big fan of animation movies. It's true. It's true, but uh, there were plenty I saw this year that I did like, like Hotel Transylvania and oh, I Life of Pets of or whatever. I mean, but we, mm. we took Donovan to go see him, and, and we enjoyed him. We laughed at him. Hotel Transylvania series like, is Toy Story was just good. so poorly written. It was just like, like when people complain about liking Stranger Things or It for nostalgia factor, Like I feel like Toy Story was just that too, but it was I don't think so, so much worse done. I disagree completely. Yeah, I hated Toy Story. Because <laughs> it didn't really harp a lot on nostalgia. It did. Not really. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. It was all about like reuniting with their friends and shit. It was, it was no, just... it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was about Woody trying to find out if he can be his own self and be his own toy. Yeah. If he can be on his own. That's what it was about. But the whole movie, they were just trying to get everybody back together. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. No, it wasn't. We Mommy, saw a different Daddy, movies. please stop fighting. <laughs> uh, there's really not much else that I want. Avengers Endgame was really good. I like that a lot. Where was it on your list? Not on my top 10. Missing Link was good, but I don't know if I'll put that on my top 10. Shazam was good. It was better than I thought it would be. It was It was probably the most fun, lighthearted superhero movie of the year. Yeah. Us was good. I liked that a lot. Us is my number five. I still haven't seen it. I just I didn't uh, like the ending. Whoops. I think the Us really, the, the ending really lets me down. But the tension throughout the movie was so good. Yeah. The Birdcage? How to Train Your Dragon 3. That was, was that pretty was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. The Birdcage? Yeah, that's like an old movie, though. She, like, drowns kids or something? I vaguely remember this the movie. The Birdcage? No. What was the one that she was just in? You talking about that Netflix movie that came yeah. out last year? Oh, Bird Box. Or Bird Box. Was that 2018? Yeah. yeah. It was 2018, oh. yeah. Sorry. Oh, Glass came out. 2018, so we can't talk about that. <laughs> Glass came out this year, too. That was a terrible movie. Uh, well, it was a Shyamalan movie. You knew it was going to be. <laughs> terrible. All right, well, I'll go over my top ten. Go ahead. Uh, number ten is One Cut of the Dead. Oh yeah, that saw that too. I forgot that came out. That well, I didn't technically that. did not come out this year because it doesn't have a full the release. Full, the yes, full release was was this year though, right? It, it still hasn't technically been fully released. It's still in Japan or China or <sighs> the fucking. It's around. available on Shutter, so you. Can oh, watch, is it really? You can watch it legally. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Uh, so it's, it's a really good movie. It's it's one of those movies you have to watch till the very end to kind of like see where it's going. Films I've ever seen. So it, it's a 
really shittily made Korean zombie movie. Well, don't spoil it. And then when the movie ends, they showed the documentary of how they made the movie. And the documentary, the add-on part of it, is one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time. It's so unique and so heartwarming and like just... I saw that uh, with uh, Carrie and Fernando and Andrew at my bachelor party. Cool. Yeah. We were in Austin and they happened to be showing it at the Alamo Draft House on 6th Street. So there we were. Nice. It's a great movie. Uh, Number nine for me was It Chapter 2. It dragged in some places, but a lot of the movie was really well done. And I loved how they ended the movie versus the original. Um, Eh, All right. The changes were pretty good for me. Number eight was Booksmart. Can we uh, talk about it, Chapter Two, real quick? Sure. The shoehorn kid scenes—it was really weird, right? Some of them, definitely. Like, because they try to de-age some of the kids because they're too old now. Mm-hmm. It looks really weird. I, I mean, anytime they try to do that stuff, it looks really weird. It looks super weird in the Irishman. Well, that's true. <laughs> anytime you de-age anybody, it looks not great. But they're—I eh, don't know—they did a good job with Michael Douglas. There are varying degrees of it. Because I mean, yeah. remember when they de-aged uh, Patrick Stewart for? x-men oh that was terrible <laughs> so that was like early days of de-aging though so so bad uh continuing number eight was book smart oh i loved that movie but i don't know if i'd put it in my top 10 but it, i liked it a lot it was probably the best comedy i saw this year um it's it's basically like super bad with girls <laughs> yeah for the most part uh, it's a little bit more more intelligent than super bad it is it is a little less crude yeah in places but um I was laughing all the way through that. Yeah, movie, it was great. So. I enjoyed that. I forgot that came out in 2019. Yeah, that was fantastic. Uh, number seven was Ready or Not. I just recently watched that. I don't know if I liked it enough to put it in my top 10, but I did enjoy it. I went in with extremely low expectations. Pretty much the only reason I saw it is because Samara Weaving was the lead. Mm-hmm. And it, it blew me away. The the part at the end, you know, when you find out everything that was happening was real. <laughs> that whole like last 10 minutes made the movie for me. Oh, where? <laughs> yes. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. So. Well, people are dying. Yeah, people are dying throughout the movie, and like supposedly there's this demon that nobody can see, and then you find out the demon's a real thing at the end. Um, what was it called? Ready or Not. It's pretty good. It's on uh, for rental at Amazon Prime right I now. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, number six was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's probably my third favorite Tarantino movie. Need to watch it again. I've been meaning I to. I bought it. Number five was Us. Uh, number four was Terminator Dark Fate. Wow, that's high up there, dude. It's good, but it's not that good. <laughs> well, it was my most anticipated movie of the year. It met all my expectations. Um, I loved everything about it. Mackenzie Davis was awesome. Arnold did a great job. The new Terminator style. Is Arnold like, has never been better. Yeah. Uh, since Terminator 2. But yes, I, I agree with you in that degree. But I just feel like it was too much of it was a rehash. Uh, it felt like they were just trying to mush Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 and make that movie. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know. That was just my... It, it was everything I wanted it to be, so I'm happy to have it that high up. Uh, number three was Parasite. I haven't seen it yet. Which is... Uh, it's a Korean film about this low-income family who's struggling to get by. Like, they eat other people's trash. Like, that's how poor they are. And uh, one of them has a high school friend who used to be a tutor for this very wealthy family, and he's going out of country, and they need somebody else to come in and be a tutor. So he's talking to the the son of this poor family who he knew in high school. And he's like, I know you're very intelligent. I know you're capable of doing this job. Would you like to replace me when I leave? And he says, yeah, we need money. Sure. Definitely. So they forge some documents. They get the kid, the job. Um, and then systematically the guy goes through and finds reasons to get the other help that works for this rich family fired. 
so that he can replace those people with his family members. <laughs> so his family ends up working entirely in the house. And then as the story goes on, you find out there's some really bizarre secrets about the house. And then the movie just takes a crazy turn. It's one of the best movies of the year for sure. Um, if you ever get a chance to watch it, you should. Hey, he recently won uh, best foreign film Best foreign film for it. Yeah. yeah. For the Golden Globes. Uh, like I said, number two was Dr. Sleep. And then number one, I know you're going to hate on, but Star Wars Midsummer. Oh, it was okay. I love Midsummer. Probably Have you seen the director's cut yet? Not yet. I'm oh. dying to watch it, but it's only on Apple TV. Is it really? It's Lame. exclusive to Apple TV, which sucks. That's stupid. <laughs> we talked a lot about it when it first came out, so I won't go too much into it, but it's a truly unique <sighs> horror film and my favorite film of the year by far. A disgusting, boring film. Everybody likes different things. So let's move on then. Uh, what about series tv series or netflix series or whatever streaming series slash tv series i don't think i've watched any new ones you didn't watch a single tv show this year i have watched many tv shows this year but well many for me uh but none of them are new narcos and archer the crown we can count handmaid's you can count seasons released this year handmaid's tale handmaid's tales in my top 10 yeah it's really good yeah it is and depressing yeah. I didn't get past season one. You didn't get past season one? No. You should revisit it. I kept falling asleep and like, I don't know. It was just not for me. I, I mean, season, there are parts of season one that are slow. I, I will grant you that. But like once you get past that stuff, season two is one of the best seasons ever made. And season three is pretty close. Oh, yeah? It's really good. I've heard nothing but the opposite. Like everyone says it just gets worse as the show goes on. Nope. No. That's inaccurate. Yeah. No, the show gets way better as it goes along. I would I would seriously suggest revisiting it. Okay. I probably won't, but Good Girls. I actually watched that not that long ago. It's fun. Yeah. What about you, George? Uh TV. Watchmen. It's definitely the best thing I've ever seen probably in this decade. I don't know if it's better than Breaking Bad season seven, but like it's probably the best first season. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anything oh, it's good. I don't know if they're if they do another season they, which they really shouldn't. But uh I don't know. It's pretty good. Like it's, it's it's better than Mr. Robot season one, season one, which I thought was amazing, too. and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I watched every single episode twice. Uh, like I watched it once and watched it again immediately. That's how much I enjoyed it. This we it. can agree on. It's my number one. Yeah, TV it's series. so good. Watchmen's fantastic, and like the fan service that they do, and they shit that they do to distance themselves from the book is fantastic. And bar none, you could tell that the people who wrote the book cared about the material but also mm-hmm. cared about making something different yeah there's something truly unique that happens in every single episode and when it happens you know it's, it's so hard to predict yeah uh which is something that i loved about it because well, most, most films are most tv series are like very cookie cutter by this point. also like it was one of those few shows that i was like i needed to dive in and see what other people were thinking as much as i was and it's kind of funny like we're all kind of like tiptoeing on near the edge of what it's really happening in the show, but we never really know for sure until it happens. Mm-hmm. It's Lindelof, right? He made it. Yeah. And you love Lost, so it makes a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also love The Leftovers. And uh, those two shows are his, that he's one of the creators for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I re- you should watch Watchmen, Andy. You would love it. I intend to. Uh, I watched The Witcher recently. Holy shit, was that a good show? It's really good. Like... I didn't know if I was going to like it because uh, the first time I tried to watch it, I was I tried to watch it when I was really tired. And like after the big spider 
fight scene, I passed out mm-hmm. and <laughs> didn't watch any of the show. But then, like, Christmas break, I had some time. So uh, I watched the whole show in, like, one or two days. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. Like, uh, Henry Cavill has never been better in anything. And uh, He should have been Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hmm, a lot. He says, hmm, and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really does. <laughs> fuck. That's his go-to answer. Um what else i really like that i just uh the bard I'm, was great too yes and the song was great that he creates for the show yeah. uh, or for the his the witcher guy uh i never read any of the books or played any of the games so i had uh, zero history coming in so i guess that probably amped up my enjoyment of the show because I, I had so, nothing to compare it to the people that have played the games and are very familiar with the books i've seen a lot of them complaining about some of the casting choices and oh yeah things like that so I think it's one of those that you'll enjoy a lot more if you're not well-versed in the material. Mm, It's made me interested to read the books, but apparently the books are hard to find right now. Yeah. So Unless you get on Amazon. No, they're back-ordered. Yeah, they're back-ordered. Oh. It's insanely popular after the show came out. Yeah. Who orders physical copies of a book now? I don't don't do digital. (laughs) I don't do digital books. What else did I've seen recently that I really liked? Oh, I saw you finally. Uh, people have been talking about it for quite some time, uh, and the trailers just kind of looked terrible to me. Season one's not. Season one's okay. Season two is actually pretty good, though. Uh, season one was interesting. Like it reminded me a lot of Dexter. It's like a poor man's Dexter. <laughs> yeah, it's like trash TV, but good trash TV. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Andy would actually like this show because all he would a couple of episodes. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah. I thought it was all right, not great. It gets better. It's far it more, get, more like and more. Like I said, goes season on. two is way better than season one was. Yeah, in season two, I saw the end coming, but how they got there, I thought I was wrong when I made my prediction. But when they finally got there, I was like, "Fuck yes!" Yeah, vindication. As uh, soon as they walked over that trash can, I was like, "This is going to happen the way I think it's going to," and then it did. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that show was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I'm trying to think. I can't remember what else I've. I'll run through my top ten then. Real okay. Quick. Uh, number 10 was Barry season two. That okay, I watched all that. Season. That was really good. Uh, number nine was Euphoria season one. Yeah, that was really good. I do. I, now I remember watching that show. I did watch that, but I was really late on watching that show. But it was really good, except for the last five minutes. <laughs> the weird interpretive dance thing at the end was yeah, kind of strange. But it was very weird. The journey from season one to there was so. And the filmmaking in that show is top notch HBO's making some of the best stuff on TV now. most definitely yeah they had, they had a few years where they weren't putting out anything quality because <laughs> well, they were making this shit and then they were having the got saddlebagged with Game of Thrones 8 mm-hmm. but they're making a lot of good stuff now uh, number 8 is Fleabag season 2 I've never watched that it's really dark I've heard humor. nothing but good it's, things it's about it they're not going to make any more though so um, that's kind of unfortunate but season 2 was fantastic uh, number 7 is the Umbrella Academy oh yeah that's right I forgot about that that was really good more Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I didn't read the comics because I don't like the lead singer of My Chemical Romance. Fair enough. So, like, I was like, I ain't going to support this dude's comic book. And sure enough, he wrote a fucking good comic book, apparently. Mm-hmm. So I might read it eventually. <laughs> Maybe. The series is great. I'm, I'm excited for season two. Uh, number six was Handmaid's Tale, which was just awesome. Uh, number five was the season of South Park. Uh, season 23. The best season they've had in, like, five years or so. That really scathing commentary felt like you said that yeah last year we haven't done this in two years no no, not on the show but oh well maybe i did maybe you're just a little biased on south i do love south Park, (laughs) but it's only number five it could have been higher uh number four was his dark materials i haven't finished it yet um i've heard 
I haven't read all of his Dark Materials. I've read the first two books way back when, and I've heard from people that have read it more recently that this is the best book to the TV adaptation that's ever been made. Episode one is a little bit slow in places. And it is it's kind of hard to get into. I also think the chick is a terrible actress. But once you get past it, she gets better as it goes along. Once you get past that first episode, it's just all so good. I, I loved it. Uh, number three was The Boys, season one. Uh, oh, yeah, that did come out this year, or this 2019. Uh, uh, disagree. You didn't like it? You've read the books, though, right? No, I didn't. Okay. I just, I did not enjoy, I mean, I watched up and Carl Urban's great in that show. Yeah, but that's like digging through a turd to get to the piece of corn in it. <laughs> okay. Uh, I watched, I want to say about half the season of it, and I really tried. It's just not what I want it to be. Okay. Well, uh, everything's not for everybody. I mean, there's yeah. plenty of stuff George likes that I don't. It's and true. Vice versa. Yeah, but George is usually wrong. I'm never wrong. That's the problem. I love the boys. I thought it was really fun and really interesting the way they did some of the things they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, of course, it's more crude and vulgar. And I think even a little bit more realistic in the way that people with actual powers would work in our world than most definitely typical superhero it's if disney had real superheroes and this is what they would do (laughs) that's part of what i don't like about it the realism yeah i still want my superheroes to be superheroes that's fine i mean i've i've spent a lot of time with superhero superheroes so i'm i'm happy to branch out and look at alternate reality type stuff uh number two is mindhunter season two Oh yeah, that yeah. did come out 2019. I did love that show. That yeah. that was probably some of the best stuff on Netflix when that was out. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next season of that too. I mean, I'm always looking forward to the next season of Mindhunter, but it seems like it takes forever to come out. They want to get it accurate, as accurate as they can. I'm I'm happy to wait. Yeah, it's can. good. It's a really good show. And then number one was Watchmen, which was just great. Yeah, just the best thing on. TV. I totally forgot about Mindhunter. It was a great show. It was. All right. Uh, what else do we want to do? Games, music. You played any good games this year, Andy? Uh, I'm still playing Fallout Four, basically. Like I, oh, I played Outer Worlds. I've heard good things. Outer Worlds. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that game is. It, it's kind of a space RPG. Not good. It's so so. It's not what I. It's. Hmm. <laughs> it's not what I wanted. <laughs> it's not what I wanted. Well, I was hoping for like a kind of a sandbox style game, mm-hmm. kind of like Fallout Four. Which I enjoyed, or you know, any of the Fallout Three, New Vegas, Four, Spectrum. I love Fallout Four. You don't have to talk to me about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, New Vegas is still the best, but uh, Outer Worlds. I wanted it to be like that, where I could basically where I could just fuck off, and it's not. You should just play Seventy Six. That's what Seventy Six is. <laughs> I'm not wrong. So, anyways, Fallout Four. <laughs> uh, but. They had some deal going on where you could get like a, a month of Xbox Game Pass for a penny. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and it was worth the penny, but I didn't renew. That's fair. So uh, other than that, I've been playing older games. You know, just started playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which I think is 2018. Yeah, uh, Mario Kart 8, which is surprisingly good, and yeah, that's about it. I'm okay. boring. <laughs> what about you george uh the only probably new game i've played well i played uh two new games uh, i played star wars fallen order which is great because it tickles everything you like about star wars right Just lightsaber fights yeah. and 
doing forest powers and shit like that. Moisture farming. Totally. There's a lot of moisture <laughs> farming. Blue milk. But there's a little bit of blue milk there's in there. There's a mini game where you got to like squeeze the... <laughs> <laughs> you got to squeeze the cow to get that green milk out. Oh, uh, <laughs> and then you can go... <laughs> right afterwards. It runs down your beard. Even if you're a woman, it runs down your beard. <laughs> uh, the only... I was a little like bummed out of how underwhelming the story was because it like I knew where the story was going soon as it started. I just wish it was better told and I think I wish it was more surprises I guess. That's fair. And I wish it was a little bit longer. It was really quick. Yeah. Like I think it took me two days, three days to finish the game. I haven't hundred percent it of course. Yeah. But the whole storyline or whatever is was pretty quick. And uh I also played uh Untitled Goose Game for the Nintendo Switch. I've I've watched Erica play a little bit of that. Dude, it's fun. Yeah. Like Andy would love this game. If, if there was ever a game for Andy, this is the game. He's basically you play a goose. Who's a dick. Who's an asshole to everybody. And you just it's no do asshole you things. You just do whatever you want as a goose. And uh, you have to like do stuff simulator? to unlock. You just steal people's shit and run away with it. And... Well, you have to do certain items to scratch off your to-do list. But you don't know what your mystery to-do list items is until you finish or do the actual thing. Right. So you got to steal things until you magically steal whatever it is. God damn, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. It's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. I was getting ready to say I wanted a game that's like uh, where you're a space pirate and you got to go raid places, but that sounds basically the and, same. And the best is that you're a goose. So you're just like, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> How does it go? <laughs> Do you control it or does it just make that noise on its own? I think you can no, you can, you control you it. it. You have to, you, it's a device you have to use to get certain items. Ah, yeah. Like everything your goose can do is for a purpose. Huh? Yeah, uh, it's a good game. Uh, I've also Switch. I mean, you have a Switch, so you have yeah. a Switch, dude. Totally get it. It's like twenty, less than twenty dollars. I got it for fifteen when it first came out. They had it on sale for ten not that long ago. What's really? it rated? E. It's E for everybody. All right, yeah, I'll get it. Uh, and then I've been playing. Uh, I bought the DLC for Spider Man, so I've been playing that. Cool. Even though Spider Man came out in twenty eighteen. I played 76, uh, Fallout 76, for three months or so. And then you gave up. And then I sort of lost interest because <laughs> I didn't really have anybody to play with. So, I, you know, it's it's a game that is fun for a while by yourself. But unless you have other people to work with, it gets kind of old. Sure. Played Call of Cthulhu, which I loved. Um, the ending was kind of lackluster. You, yeah. you had two different possible endings. Like you could either give in to Cthulhu or resist Cthulhu. And that's kind of like your only choice. At the Did end. you play both endings? I played both endings. Nice. Um, you know, cinematically, visually, they're both spectacular. It's crazy mm-hmm. stuff they do. But uh, the story itself, the journey to get there was a lot of fun. Just the ending kind of sucked. Have you played uh, Sinkin, uh, Sunken City? I started or? it. I haven't gotten very I far. I heard that was really good. I've heard it's good, but there, I hope I hope by this point they've worked out all the glitches because when it was released, it had a lot of technical problems. Oh, okay. So I held off on playing it for a while, um, but I haven't played very much of it yet. I haven't heard of either of these games. I mean, other than obviously, I've heard of Call of Cthulhu, just not as a game. Yeah, it's available. It's available on Switch too. And is it really? Xbox, yeah, I thought it was just a Xbox PS4 game. It's on Switch on Switch now because Carrie got it on Switch. Nice. <laughs> uh, Sunken City is another Lovecraft detective mystery sort of thing. What's the gameplay like on both of them? I don't know. The trailer looks cool though. Um, you're basically he like has, though, right? he's played one of them. I, I played ah. Call of Cthulhu. I mean, it's third-person perspective. You're looking for items in certain places. Is it like Uncharted? Oh, you never played Uncharted. I've seen it played. It's similar. Okay. It's similar. Cool. 
I've been wanting to play it. It's not obtrusive and it's not annoying, the controls. So, I mean, I enjoyed it, if that's what okay. you're asking. Intuitive yes. kind of gameplay? It's, it's pretty intuitive. Um, Does it get hard? Like, to a point where you're like, well, I'm like a, fuck this game. <laughs> there's a couple places. There's like this one place where there's this painting that has a demon inside of it. And you basically go in this room and when you're looking at the painting and the demon comes to life, all the lights go out. And there's these four mirror image hallways that you can run up and down. You're basically looking for this one specific artifact that can kill the painting. And this demon's chasing you. It's super intense, really dark. <laughs> uh, one of the most intense things I've done in a game in a long time. Cool. Uh, that was fun. Played and beat Cuphead finally. Uh, I'm still stuck on World 1. It took a long time to get through Worlds 2 and 3. <laughs> and even longer to beat King Dice. But I finally did it. It's it's fun. It's King Dice the big bad? I thought the devil's the, the big devil's bad. The devil's the big bad. Um, I still haven't actually beaten the devil. But you can get an if you choose to give in to the devil... Rather than fight him, you mm. can get the ending for giving in to the devil. So I've gotten that ending. I have technically beaten it, even though I haven't fought the devil. Yeah. Give in to the devil. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible lesson to teach children. <laughs> uh, let's see. I also got uh, Breath of the Wild. Um, oh, I bet. Well, that's an older game. But yes, I was. Yeah, yeah. But I finally got to play it. I'm playing that as well. But it's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's such a huge world. So much to do. I get lost because uh, sometimes I don't know what I need to do to achieve one thing to do the next thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the only part that annoys me. But other than that, I enjoy the game. Nothing in there felt as like banging your head against the wall as like, you know, Ocarina of Time's Water Temple. So I'm okay with it. Like the level of challenge in, in Breath of the Wild is pretty good. Cool. I, think. I also got Mega Man 11, which is pretty fun. Mm-hmm. They made a new Mega Man? Mm-hmm. Yep. I got it's the 11th. Doom for the Switch, which is pretty fun. Uh, they came out with a new movie that's on Netflix. Doom Annihilation. It's not terrible. Oh, you watched it? It's okay. For the an trailer movie. looked terrible. Doesn't have the. It's rock? animated. The one I saw was not animated on Netflix. Maybe I haven't seen that one. I saw the animated one they came out with. Okay. It was okay. What else? I got Killer Queen as a gift. Um, it's a. I know what that is. It's a game where you control three different types of insects and you're fighting wars against other insects. It sounds really weird and dumb, but it has a super cool heavy metal soundtrack and. There you go. It's fast-paced and intense. I can see why you liked uh, it. I enjoy it. And then Tetris 99. I love Tetris 99. That's my favorite thing on the Is Switch. Just Tetris? It's Tetris where you play against other 99 other people in the world at the same time. And you can like pick people to target. And then when you break blocks or get a whole Tetris, it does damage to them and adds more blocks to them. Oh, that sucks. So you're playing like hard against all these other like, skilled players. Um, I've probably played... Is it only online multiplayer? It's one of the you have to be online only to play it. Oh, okay. Um, you can buy the single player mode in addition to it, but it's free. You can play for free online if you get the online pass or whatever. It's like four bucks a month for online with Switch, and you get access to all that Super Nintendo games and regular Nintendo games. Oh, really? It's not a bad deal. Cool. Um, and you get access to all old old Super Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, about a hundred. And 50 Super Nintendo games and about 100 NES games that nice. you can play on your Switch for four bucks a month. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know about that. It's not They're bad. They're saying they think uh, N64 is going to come out this year. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Cool. Are yeah. they going to remaster those N64 games? Because those N64 games are rough. Probably not, but I bet they'll look okay on the Switch, You know, especially the handheld. Yeah, maybe. The handheld, yeah. Not on my big screen. I don't know about the big screen. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> but that's why I got a light. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, I the thing is, I'm I'm never at home. You know, I'm not at home enough to play console games on a TV like ever. And when I am at home, I want to relax and just watch TV with you know my girlfriend and whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the Switch, I can take to work. 
you know, the light and just play on that. And it's super convenient and lets me scratch my video game itch. And I'm still playing South Park Phone Destroyer. <laughs> no longer He-Man Finger Tapper or it's whatever, been though. been two years, but I'm still playing. It's still, uh, You're still top of whatever league you were on? Top 25 in the world. There you go. Holding on to it, barely. Is it still bad? Oh, no, it's yeah, still it's awesome. Yeah, it's still bad. Yeah, I love it. It's great. So that's been my video games for the year. There you I'm go. I'm not really ranking them. We're just talking about Sure. Yeah. I don't know if I could rank any of the games that I played. All right. Well, then that does it for this year's consumption. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a mm-hmm. lot. Definitely. Uh, let's move on to Ask the Nuts then. It is time to Ask the Nuts. It's a bit nutty. Andy, what was the best meme of 2019? Was the Trump dancing one? Or that was just- last year. <laughs> like that one. I would have to look up to see what what was a meme. Yeah, is. memes of 2019 is going to be hard. That's uh, pretty easy for me. It's the the Real Housewife lady yelling at the cat, for sure. <laughs> that one is pretty good. Uh, oh, uh, it's not Pawn Stars. It's one of the ones about the oh the the bikers, American Choppers guys. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, with the, the chair throwing the dad and the son arguing, and he throws the chairs. Yeah, yeah there's some amazing ones tied to that. George? I, I, the problem is, I don't know if any of these memes are new or old. Which ones are you looking at? Best memes of 2019, according to BuzzFeed. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez dancing? Momo? Wow, that's creepy. Oh, oh Momo, yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry to this man. Kombucha girl? Apparently, everyone talks about her. She's number four. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where... Uh... That one, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, the one, the girl who's like, no, and then she's like, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the kombucha girl. Yeah. Old like Town that. Road. Oh, Justin's favorite. Let's hear it. Ugh. Old Town Road's horrible. So which, what, which one are you going to pick, George? I uh, I don't know. I don't really have a good answer for my best meme. There's this one of an alien on here that looks pretty creepy and cool. I'm going to go with that one with Area 51. You know yeah. how every all the kids were gonna storm Area Fifty One. They're gonna Area go. Area Fifty One memes are totally an acceptable answer. <laughs> yeah, so they were all Naruto gonna. Runners. Yeah, Naruto <laughs> run into Area Fifty One. I think that's gonna be my answer. I like okay. the one where they've got the the safety briefing from the military, explaining what Naruto running is. Uh-huh. I... Yeah, so I think that's gonna pick be my favorite of the year. I that's guess because that's the most memorable that's coming to my mind. Yeah, there was a ton of Area Fifty One ones. I like that. Okay, uh, question two. Andy, describe your 2019 in three words. Work, work, work. <laughs> George? Awesome to be married. That's four words. I don't know. Awesome marriage. Awesome life. to married. Awesome to married. <laughs> awesome married life, I awesome guess. Awesome to be. Okay. Yeah, uh, I guess. Something along those lines. I'm going to say fortuitous, fun, and stressful. There were parts of it that were stressful. Andy, <laughs> de- Andy definitely delves yeah. into that yeah. part. All right, next question. Uh, if you could go back in time to January of 2019, what would you tell yourself? If I could turn back time. You just show up and sing that song to yourself. <laughs> Damn, I would! <laughs> <laughs> and you would be like, what the fuck is going on? You're like, uh... I'm something's wrong. <laughs> no, I wouldn't! I would just be like, oh! Damn, that's fucking brilliant! And I was like, oh, I get this. I would do this to myself. This is a very meta joke. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> Good job, me. Let me pat you on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it wasn't where I was going originally, but yeah, that's where I'm going now. What about you, George? 
I would say don't get your hopes up on Star Wars. It's going to suck. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I would tell myself to pick a different seat for Terminator. (laughs) (laughs) Question number four. What is one thing from 2019 you would change if you could? Star Wars. George? I would give myself more money for my wedding. Also, I would invite more people to the wedding. It wasn't enough people to the wedding. I probably would have invited more. It's a good number of people. There. Yeah, it was good there, but I mean, it would have been more enjoyable if there was more people there. I, I thought there was way too, too many people. That's yeah, true, but we had so much food left over. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had so much food and not enough people danced, so more people. Hey, I danced. You did? I didn't. Like, a few times. A few times? I only saw it once, but I, I believe you if you said a few times. I was not there all the time. I was That's pulled how much around. I love you guys. I got up and danced. And I, I appreciate it. So. And, and you were enjoyable to have there. I didn't dance at all. You weren't there. Only on January when your future self showed up and sang for you. <laughs> if I could turn back to... Uh, what's one Is thing? that the only part of the song? Yes! You know? <laughs> it's the only part anyone knows. That's true. Actually, I don't know any other part. <laughs> it's some, if I could find if my I way. Find a way. You know, there you go. Find a way. Take back all the things that hurt you and you'd say. See, Justin knows a song. Keep going. <laughs> if I could turn back time. Yeah. yeah. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> More, damn it. I don't know what I would change. I kind of feel like 2019, as stressful as it was in places, it all sort of worked out how it was supposed to. I was really happy with the end of the year. So, so yeah, I don't know if there's anything I would change about 2019. Question five, Andy, uh, what food did you eat more than any other food in 2019? Chipotle. I believe that. Isn't that the answer to every day for you? It's super convenient. One of them actually opened up like down the street from me now. Nice. Yeah. It's never a bad time for Chipotle. What about you, George? Probably the salads at the cafeteria work. It's probably what I ate the most of in 2019. Why? Because uh, I like salads and I'm trying to lose weight. Yeah, at the beginning that of was the last year, year. For, for the first few months of the year, I was really big into keto. Uh, the latter half of the year, I've been doing whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. The first part of the year, I ate a ton of eggs and bacon, and I probably ate more eggs and bacon than anything else this year because of that. Right on. <laughs> so We're starting up keto again. It's Why? Rough. I don't know if I could do it again. Yeah, it's not bad. I remember taunting y'all with sugar, I think. Yeah. Question Too six. bad we missed out on the eggnog this year. How awesome was Taika Waititi in 2019? <laughs> uh, pretty awesome, apparently. He yeah. directed a great episode on The Mandalorian. He had a great what part. What episode did he do on Mandalorian? The last one. The, oh. f- the season finale. That was a good episode. I'll give him that. It was one of the better episodes out of, it was probably the, best out of the four episodes that I enjoyed out of the whole season. It was like, like why do they have four filler episodes in an eight-episode series? I don't know. There, there was a lot of bad episodes it's in like that show. half the show is side quests. <laughs> it really was. Uh, so what, I, what it makes me think is that, what's his name? Uh, John Favreau. John Favreau wrote a movie, and they told him, hey, make this into a show. And he's like, all right, I, I guess. Fill in some shit, guys. Come on. Yeah. It was just way too much, like unimportant plot stuff that happened yes there really was um but i mean overall it was enjoyable i, I it. it was very enjoyable i liked more than i disliked yeah same here i wouldn't put up my top 10 but it was- also the whole like carbonite thing in the ship doesn't make sense but besides that it's okay yeah okay uh i you know i didn't know he directed that episode but it was a good episode i'll give him that yeah and i mean he made a lot of money with jojo rabbit so he's having a hell of a year yeah. Jojo Rabbit was really good. It's just, I'm sad that you don't... Well, I'm not sad. I mean, it, like, comedy is subjective, right? And his comedy is very, like, heartfelt, was, and he leans okay. really hard in the satire. See, like, 
the second half of the movie when his little kid friend became the comedic that relief. kid friend stole the show he stole the show if the he kid had, with the glasses if he had been the comedic relief through the entire movie rather than weird hitler guy satire hitler you mean i would have liked the movie a lot more. that was taiko atiti played hitler yeah yeah like the the hitler stuff it, it, that's why i want so, to see that movie. so much of it was just like dumb to me i didn't think so i it's what a kid would imagine hitler to be i guess it just didn't work for me I felt like the friend was the best part of the movie. The friend was, he stole the show. Yeah, he, he was, was hilarious. hilarious. He was the best part of the movie. Like, all his lines were perfectly delivered. He was the fat kid from Heavyweights in this movie. <laughs> he <laughs> hey! That's true. And uh, he had, every line he delivered was great. Like, even the part where he says, it's the bad time to be a Nazi. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking fantastic. No, yeah. And he's running around in his cardboard clothes. It's like, I don't know, they gave me these clothes and it's not working out too well. It's it's just so many other things in the movie. Like I the, think you were just in a bad mood when no, you watched it. No, I wasn't. It. I was in a great mood, and like I went in very open minded for it. Like I wasn't canning it or anything. I, I I don't. I didn't even hate the movie. Like I'd say it's a seven out of ten. Like mm-hmm. it's it's an okay movie. I, I thoroughly enjoy. I think it's probably my third favorite it's Taiko Atiti movie. So many of the things they did were were predictable and underwhelming. That part where Scarlett Johansson is playing the mom and the dad that was pretty good. That really like showcase her acting ability yes i agree with that but at the same time like so many of the other things she did were just kind of like why your character doesn't make any sense why your character's doing this like like what when they're walking on the the seawall or whatever and she's the one up on the wall and he's the one on the ground well they're trying to emphasize him looking at the shoes for later so when he sees the shoes is more impactful so much more obvious so when she got killed i didn't even care i was like i saw her coming a mile away i don't know the kid's reaction was good enough yeah, he kind of sucked as an actor too. As I don't lead. think so. I disagree. He's much better actor than that girl in his Dark Materials. Well, that's, I mean, one's a movie and one's a TV series. <laughs> yeah, they both make a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, his Dark Materials is not cheap to make. She gets better as she goes along. Okay, I believe you. I haven't seen enough. I've only seen three episodes. But Taiko Atiti's having a hell of a year. He's he, making Thor people, Ragnarok too. People like him. I'll give you or that. Love and Thunder. Oh, and his TV show is really good. The TV show What We Do in the Shadows. I know you weren't a big fan of the movie, but the sh- the TV show is really funny. Yeah, I'm not even bother. <laughs> has, has a I can't remember that British actor's name, but he's like a chubby Ricky British. Gervais. No, not that guy. Anyway, anyway. he's Shot good of in the, the Dead. Show. Yep. Number seven. Knowing it will come true, what's a wish that you would make for your co-hosts in 2020? George. Yes? I hope you get diarrhea. <laughs> Thank you. Just but you didn't wish it, though. Ah, uh, okay. You're right. I didn't answer that question. George, I wish upon you diarrhea. Upon me? That's Not gross. Not necessarily yours, That's but gross. probably. That's very gross. It's probably going oh, to gonna be in my dogs, to be truth. Is that your only wish, or are you going to do one for Justin, too? Uh, thinking about justin i wish that you didn't get worms from eating arby's earlier okay i mean i probably didn't so and now it's because i wished it okay <laughs> i'm just glad you didn't say i wish you would take a shit on george <laughs> thank you for skipping over that one <laughs> what about you george uh for andy i wish that you shaved that beard no <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. I know. You look like a dumb child. Yeah. <laughs> now I look like one with a beard. A slightly more attractive dumb child. And uh, for Ladies. Justin, I'm going to wish him to have more free time so we can work on our comic. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. For Andy, I wish he would work 
less and make the same amount of money somehow. Uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> and for George, uh, I wish you a great first year of marriage. But that was last year. That's true. But, you know, it's, we got a whole year to go. First whole year. Ah, that was a better wish. <laughs> All right. I'll wish that for Catherine. Question eight. Give 2019 a nickname. Fuck 2019. So it's the year of blank. The year of blank is a terrible nickname. Yeah, right. So you're supposed to fill in the blank. Yeah, I bet I am. <laughs> Filling in something. Uh, hey Nobody's catching on to the hey thing. No, no one wants that. What sort of question is this? <laughs> it's a question. It's it doesn't question. matter. You go. Uh, 2019 is the year of disappointing Star Wars. Okay, Andy? Uh, the year of working too much. That works. Yeah. So um, did I. The year of stress and then it paying off. Okay. I wonder what that's a reference to. Pretty sure Antonio. it's a divorce. Uh, what was the most shocking moment of 2019, Andy? That one day that someone showed up to my work dressed as me and sang, If I could turn back time. Fair enough. <laughs> George? <laughs> what was the question again? What was the most shocking moment of 2019? It only ha- it happened in 2019? Yeah. Wow. Should have gone back further. Uh, since the biggest event of uh, my life was my marriage, I guess the... uh Just getting a lot of mileage out of that. Yeah, sure am. Uh, the most shocking thing would probably be how I learned about how my family members felt about the wedding afterwards. Because at the wedding, they seemed fine, but some of them were kind of upset after the wedding. About what? Just stupid shit. Not including traditional types? Yeah, some of that. Not enough Greek in there? Yeah, not enough Greek shit, I guess. And then, you know, I I don't know. My my mom just has crazy demands, and so does my dad. Interesting. Yeah, so I was so shocked because at the wedding, they seemed totally complicit and fine. But uh, sure enough, they were upset about a few things. They had a few things to say. Well, you know, George, if I could turn back time, what would you do? I'd let you know about that. Oh, thanks. He'd find a way. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the day after the wedding. Better late than never. No. Um, I mean, the most shocking moment of the year for me is obviously that my ex-wife agreed to sign the divorce papers finally. <laughs> Maybe I she... Be, I never thought that was going to happen. I thought I was She gonna, really wanted out, man. No, I mean, she, she fought me tooth and nail. I thought I was going to have to get another lawyer and go through the whole process again. So the fact that she signed the papers and actually followed through with it was definitely shocking. <laughs> and also one of the best moments. <laughs> shocking, but great. Yeah, I was very happy to have those. It was a good hand. shock. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, last question. Andy, what is something that you hope happens in 2020? Man, it'd be really nice to suddenly come into a buttload of money. Okay. George? Hint, hint, God. <laughs> um... I have like a, a couple of projects in the works on top of the comic. I would like them all to be successful this year. Uh, I hope that we can have a more consistent podcast schedule. Yeah. Andy? Eh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we forgot to talk about this entire episode? What's that? Good Omens. Yeah. That was, yeah right. that was a good show. Yeah. I've never read the book, but the book's better. All right. Well, that does it for our 2019 recap episode. So I want to thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, even though Andy says he thinks it's unlikely we're going to be more consistent, I'm hoping that we can at least do one episode a month (laughs) this year. It's going to be our bi-quarterly episodes brought to you by Mindfudge bi-quarterly. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I've given up on the weekly episode format. <laughs> That's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> For a year. Unless we just always have a guest. Yeah, I mean, we could always try to have somebody fill in for Andy if he can't make it, but... I mean, you could have someone come in and then be surprised that I'm here. That's true, too. I mean, really, we could just get anybody to scream their name over and over again. It's true. And it, it would kind of work. It's just like I tell people. You know, people that are complaining about threesomes, it's just because their standards are too high. There's homeless people everywhere that will do pretty much anything for a dollar. Wow. <laughs> and on that note... Happy 2020. <laughs> That's words to live by for 2020. <laughs> yeah. More uh, threesomes in 2020 by paying homeless people a dollar. If you'd like to follow us on all of our social media, you can find me as at ComicalJC. For Andy, you can find him at? At Princess Sophia SU. And for Man. George? Uh, at George Tripsis on all the social medias. How for, do you spell it? T-R-I-P-S-A-S. For the show, you can find us as at MindFungers everywhere. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. And... Uh, Stay tuned for more episodes as soon as we can record them. February. Bye. Never. This is what's going to end up happening.